Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woke and Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 195th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every single week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're discussing 10 life lessons from childhood shows. Super fun. But before we dive deep, a couple of things to go over. First, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do. It's A, how you show your number one support, and B, how you join the conversation. And every single week, we want to have a conversation with you. So make sure you're doing that. And if for some reason you're unable to do that, just go to WokenFree.com and go on the Listen tab to pick your platform of choice where you, even if you can't download the episode, you can at least subscribe and follow Woken Free on whatever platforms you're catching this on. So we get a ton of love on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, of course, Feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have episodes on SoundCloud. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Pandora. We're on Spotify. We're everywhere. It's a woke and free world, guys. So make sure you are tuning in on any of those platforms and you're subscribed and followed. Now, of course, you can also subscribe to the show on WokenFree.com via email. And what's really great about that is you'll get weekly email notifications of new episodes, which will prompt you, if you're not already catching every Woken Free Wednesday episode, to listen to the episode and then share that out with friends and family. Because if you're Woken Free, your friends and family should be too. Now, of course, you can always holler at us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, at Woken Free. And then, of course, if you have 90 seconds, what can you do? A ton of things. But what we'd love for you to do is review the show on, again, any of the platforms you can review shows on. So WokenFree.com, listen tab, pick your platform where you can give us reviews. We get a lot of five-star reviews on iTunes. I think we'd love a bit more and uh, all the other places that you can review the show at. Scene end. Good job. Grazie. Before we start this conversation, let's share a little bit about ourselves. Last time we asked, would you rather fight the superhero, Captain America, or fight the villain, the Joker? This week we're asking, would you rather never speak to your family again, or never get married? That is such a really interesting question, because you know how salty I can get with family. Uh, So, for me though, I would say... I'm a little bit torn here because I do I necessarily believe in the institution of marriage. I don't think unanimously for all people. I I do think that marriage doesn't work for everyone. For me, it does work because I like, uh, you know, there are conservative parts of my personality and what I like and I love consistency. And I think marriage delivers a level of consistency and reliability and commitment that I I really enjoy and I thrive on. So I would not want to ever give that up in my life. So I guess I'd have to say goodbye to the former over the latter. And you? So you're choosing not to speak to the family and then get married. Unfortunately, yeah. I love okay. that you had to re-harp that, but yes. I just wanted to make sure we got down to what the choice was. Correct, correct. All right, yep. that's good to know. I wouldn't want to cut anybody off indefinitely, mm-hmm. but it would be hard to give up the financial privileges of being married. So mm-hmm. I actually think I would give up being married and just do a domestic partnership instead. Pleasant. Because it's got the same perks as being married, at least here in the U.S. Ah, What's okay. there to lose? And you're also sharing your uh, inner deeper thoughts here. So that's... Oh, really? No, it's not inner deeper thoughts. Yes, but to cut yourself off from people just seems like not really good. Because you could yeah. get into sticky situations. 
Like it you're does. about to close a deal, but your family member was there, so you couldn't talk to them. Ah. And then the deal, it all fell apart now. I think you're full of it. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm full of it? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lesson for you to be learned learn from that. <laughs> Don't you think? Maybe. Right. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one of the lessons, but are there other lessons that we may have learned earlier? Yes, nice transition. So <laughs> for us, specifically this week, we're talking about 10 life lessons learned from childhood shows. And with that, I'll give you the top five, your top five, and then I'll go and share mine. All right. I'll go through mine then. Now, mm-hmm. I'll just, these is no particular order, but. I'll start with Dragon Ball Z. Classic. And that's an anime <laughs> set in the future where villains try to conquer Earth, but a group of superhumans that can fly and shoot energy balls defend the planet from these enemies. Mm-hmm. Just to give a little synopsis. Okay. And so what's the if, lesson? If you haven't even heard of this show. The lesson that I learned, it actually comes from the character Goku, where he says, where there's a will, there's a way. And mm-hmm. I know that that phrase has been said before, Correct. but yes. at least in this cartoon <laughs> or anime... This is the theme that it's throughout the whole series. I think it's all about that. It's you can always persevere, and even when all the odds are against you, you can win. And I think that's uh, growing up that that was nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Like even you, you thought that oh it's impossible they're doomed, but actually they're not. That's an important. Lesson. So that that's a yeah. lesson from that. Okay. X Files. If you haven't heard of that, it's a show about two FBI agents investigating cases dealing with paranormal or unexplained activity. I want to believe, as said by Agent Mulder, is the lesson I take from this. Mm. It was the first step in me believing in extraterrestrial life form, actually. Oh, interesting. So that opened you up to the idea of potentially yeah. UFOs. It made me think, okay. maybe, well, not UFOs, of actual aliens. Extra Uf- UFOs yeah. exist. That doesn't. That doesn't mean anything. Yes, unidentified. Yeah, it doesn't. Yes. I know. We used to think. <laughs> yes, I didn't. I used to think that too. That a UFO meant aliens. It doesn't mean that though. It so. used. I mean, usually back in the day. When yeah, we were it used younger, to mean they that. Used to, they used to think that, it used but to be synonymous with that. Yeah, it yeah, used to. But just watching this show, even that opened my that that showed me that sometimes things aren't what you seem. So, mm, mm, but like yeah, the the, there's a lot of lessons to learn from that but that was just one okay the next one is the fresh prince of bel-air i think everybody's heard of this but just in case you haven't it's a teenager played by will smith who's Mm -hmm. from the hood he's actually sent to live with these wealthy relatives of his and Mm -hmm. what i learned from that show is even though you might not fit in with others you still have something to bring to the table so even though even though he's from this area and the he you know, they didn't make as much money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what could he teach these rich relatives of his? It actually was interesting watching the show because as it went on, he was teaching them a lot, actually. He was teaching them how mm-hmm. to, like, love and how to treat people with respect, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one of the lessons I learned from that. Mm-hmm. South Park. Uh, that's a cartoon. Nice. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Only a small episode, like, minutes <laughs> of episodes. Yeah, that, that wasn't my jam. It was growing up, yeah. All right, but... It just, Mm -hmm. it became a huge thing, at least while I was in middle school. Yeah. And it's a cartoon that follows the adventures of four grade schoolers in South Park, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And they have some interesting adventures, to say the least. Mm. And a lot of interesting lessons. They're always trying to teach something. This is not just about the violence and the laughter and com. They talked a lot of smack in that show, though, didn't they? Of course. They they, they bring you in with the smack, but they actually keep you in with some other stuff. Okay. What I learned from that is that we might not all agree on things, but keeping it to ourselves will actually hinder progress. Mm. The show was very forward on the topics that they brought up, 
and they were not afraid to make people uncomfortable. They they dealt with topics that were very mm-hmm. taboo and controversial, okay. and they kind of spinned it on its head. So I, I like that they made because all most of the shows, you know, they try to tippy toe around a subject yeah. and they don't try to get into it. South Park took it head on, gotcha. and I'm talking about like any sub anything you could think about, they mm-hmm. probably have addressed. Family Matters is nice. my last one, nice. and that show deals with. The various misadventures of the Winslow family. Oh, my. <laughs> and these adventures usually are caused by the nerdy Steve Urkel. Yes. Oh, did I do that? That Oh, person, wow. Right? That was your impersonation was like spot on. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Nailed it. Whatever. It was a moment. Yeah. So I mean, no, you have control. Great, you have great. You have some great powers in there. You suck. <laughs> I'm impressed. You suck. Totally impressed. Whatever, liar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. And I learned from this show that being nerdy, it's not actually a bad thing. Even though Urkel caused trouble, I liked how he was able to, like, fix his messes. And he made some cool inventions that I said, I wish I could make some of that stuff. I think he made, like, a time machine or something. His fashion choice was horrifying, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That that is not a lesson. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't take a lesson from that. But maybe that was somebody's lesson, too. Don't dress like him. Well, be yourself. Live your authentic truth. Exactly. See? Yeah. (laughs) A lot of lessons from that show as well. Absolutely. Okay, I really love your smattering, uh, and that is a very wide it's smattering. A lot of different right there. shows, right? For sure. Okay, so we'll see. I think you'll get a kick out of mine. So, uh, and similar to yours, no particular order, uh, but first out of the gate would be Ah, uh, Real Monsters. And uh, if if you haven't watched that show, Ickis, Oblina, and Crumb are three young monsters who are supposed to learn the art of scaring at the Monster Academy. And uh, it, it is essentially the show, for me, what I took from it was that the world is filled with things you can't explain. And some of it is scary. Some of it is goofy. Some of it is interesting. But I just, for me, I love that show growing up. I think nice. you were a fan as well. Oh, yeah. I like that show. Definitely. Yep, it was yep, fun. Yep. Absolutely. Now, the next one was The Munsters, if you were not aware of what that show is. Oh, wow. It's the family at 1313 Mockingbird Lane, uh, where they're a family that's very different. The dad, Herman, looks like Frankenstein's monster. Mom, Lily. And her dead grandpa are vampires. Their son, Eddie, is a werewolf. And then Marilyn, their niece, is the odd one out. She's just like a normal human blonde girl. And the family doesn't look alike. But, uh, you know, what I learned from that is that essentially families don't have to look alike. And there still can be love and appreciation and caring. And and also you can have more in common with each other, even if you don't look alike. So that's what I that's what I learned from that, because from my own family. Uh, people look very different. <laughs> wow. That's a, <laughs> and good I point. always, yeah. you know, you know, people try to make you feel a certain kind of way about that, but like families don't have to look alike and people can come from all different walks of life and yeah, families, the people true. who stand by you, right? It's not always just biology. It's the people who are really there for you. So there's a lot of like really fun lessons there. You just can't choose between family and marriage. Then that's right. a problem. Well, yes. <laughs> that's a tough scenario. That's yeah, a that's a tough cookie. That you, yeah, that's a, you know, it's hard. So <laughs> next one is Rugrats. If you are not aware of this amazing phenomenon of a show, it essentially reveals the world from a baby's point of view and everything looks bigger and is more mysterious and uncontrollable. Angelica, my fave, was the oldest. Uh, She uh, liked to terrorize her cousin Tommy and his friends and is famous for screaming, you stupid babies. I loved her. I thought her anger and vitriol behavior was everything. It was goals. (laughs) She was 
Gold's gold. So you learn how to be a monster from this yes. show. Yes. Loved, loved <laughs> Angelica. She was my favorite. And the uh, the adults in the series are often clueless. And I thought that that's classic because adults are typically clueless when it comes to their babies and the children around them. But my lesson from the show was that you will go on many adventures in life. And what's ma- what's most important is what you learn on those adventures and who goes on those adventures with you. And I really oh, admired right. the friendships with Tommy and uh, Chucky and Dylan Lil. And again, even Angelica, as much as she was annoyed by those babies, she had so many adventures because of her ba- those cousin, her cousin and his friends. So, you know, I thought that that was really cute and clever. Now, next would be... 90210 wow. and the original y'all we're taking it back yes we are in our 30s <laughs> so we're not talking about the remake we're talking about the original beverly hills 90210 now this series follows the lives of a group of friends living in the upscale and star-studded community of beverly hills california they transition from high school to college and then into the in- into the adult world i believe this the show had 10 seasons it was everything it was a show that i cherish for the following reason For me, the lesson learned in that show was that love is complicated and messy when you are not honest with yourself and with the people you're in relationships with. That lesson seemed to be played out in numerous different types of relationships and whether that was a friendship, whether that was a romantic relationship, that honesty was everything. And whenever you were not honest, it created more drama. (laughs) Similar to the show, like Melrose Place, I believe, also took place during that time period and stuff like that. So... Just something to learn there. And then my last one is Xeno Warrior Princess. And if you're not... That's amazing. Yes. If you're not familiar with that show, Xena is a reformed warrior princess who travels around fighting evil. Her friend Gabrielle was a bard and friend and kept her company while she was uh, helping her stay on the path of good. And I loved it because that show taught me that women are powerful, capable, and just like incredible (laughs) at what they do. And that, you know, we can essentially be unstoppable when we want to be. And, And I also admired the friendship between her and Gabrielle because, you know, when you have a sister behind you or a really good friend, you can do anything sometimes in life. So... You know, those were my lessons learned there. Okay. You got some good ones there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Interesting smattering, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he mixed it up. You are listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. A podcast that is real and honest. Now, what is your top three favorite childhood shows and why? So this is really hard because uh, for me, I didn't really have human friends. I had television friends. Uh, what do I mean by that? I had television. And then if I wasn't doing watching television, then I was doing homework. And then vice versa. Homework, television, television, homework. It was, you know, didn't really have a lot of people to talk to. So I loved TV and I loved film. And to only choose three is really hard for me. But this is how I'm going to break it down. So... First, out of the gate, Golden Girls. Their friendship to me was inspiring and deeply comforting. This show essentially follows four mature women who live in Miami and experience the joys and angst of their golden years, thus the Golden Girls. (laughs) And you had like strong-willed Dorothy, which she was gold. She was everything. Uh, Spacey Rose, uh, lusty Southern Belle Blanche, and then the matriarch Sophia. And uh, essentially, these women clashed. They made no sense together, but yet they made everything make make it work. And they were hilarious. Some of the best writing on television has been made from this 
in the show, you two watched it with me and was Well, I like, watched it with you. I never watched yeah. it on my own. But you Whenever, because I used to hear the theme song, I yes, used to run, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for being a friend is what he's referring to. <laughs> yeah, I used to run. So, I saw that. Because the title thank doesn't, you for being the title a doesn't make you know that it's, it's going to be a funny show. Travel down the road and back again. Yeah, you would hear it and you think, oh, here we Heart go. Is this true. is going to be just a... Oh, love that tired show. comedy. Yes. That show it's was done, everything. Different, though, was yeah. every, Golden Girls funny. was everything. So yeah, if you've never watched it, you need to watch it. That's uh, amazing. Now next, I would go to, and this may or may not surprise people, Goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> that was a good show, though, yeah. I <laughs> remember that. everything, because there's nothing better than a scary show or a scary movie as a kid or an adult. And this was a live-action series based around the R.L. Stein's award-winning book series, and I I used to have some of the books. It breaks my heart. I don't I don't believe I have them now. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to get a whole collection for our our son. I've read almost all those. Yeah, books. see, I, I there definitely may have been have like not, two that I haven't read. I don't think I've read all of them. So I definitely can't wait to go through that with our son. And uh, there was everything, guys. You had situations where you had haunted amusement parks, you had possessed Halloween masks, and just a, a myriad of bizarre and frightening scenarios that. Just for me, it just helped me continue to like just fall in love with the genre of horror and spookiness and mystery that life is filled with. And even if it is mostly fictional, right? And it's like really unlikely for any of those scenarios to happen. It just, it opened your mind as a kid to be like, well, what if that could happen? And like, how would you respond? And like, would you be scared? And I just, ugh, I just love the, the books. I love the show. It was phenomenal. And then lastly, I love Lucy. I love to laugh. I make myself laugh every single day because I think I'm hilarious. That's good. <laughs> I wish you had a, a fan. People who love me think I'm hilarious. And You're your biggest fan, though. That's good. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm all day cheering myself on. <laughs> <laughs> Could care less what the world is thinking. Uh, and for me, Lucille Ball was just magnetic. She was hilarious. She was beautiful. She was unforgettable. And, you know, and to summarize the show a little bit, Lucy Ricardo is the, you know, dynamic wife of Cuban band leader Ricky Ricardo. They lived in New York City. Ricky was, you know, trying to succeed in his show, in show business, while Lucy was always there trying to help, sometimes hinder. <laughs> Because she had all these like wacky different things that she would get into. She was friends with uh, their their neighbor Ethel and Fred Mertz, and uh, who are the, also their landlords. And it's just it's a show that just again follows a, a married couple, young married couple, and just like what what happens when you're in entertainment when you have an uncontrollable spouse and who doesn't, and <laughs> you just you laugh, you cry, you just. It was, Lucy was everything. I love Lucy was everything. So those are my three. That was really hard to narrow it down, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, I'm going to narrow it down, but I usually don't have favorites of things. Mm-hmm. So i just going to list things that I definitely like. And okay. I guess I got really involved in these shows, meaning I, I probably purchased some paraphernalia from the shows. Or nice. based around it. Okay. You know, like shirts and posters, Absolutely. that kind of stuff. You became a fanboy. Nice. I mean, not to that degree. I wouldn't <laughs> say all that. I couldn't go that far. I didn't I didn't go that crazy. But okay. I will admit these were things. Oh, man. Yeah, it's hard when nailing it down to three. But I'll just, yeah, it's, okay. it's these three. But technically, all right. Mm-hmm. I'll Yeah, the last one's kind of interesting. All right, but I'll start it off. Mm-hmm. The first one is Power Rangers. And that's a show about teenagers fighting off monsters. Mm, and so good. as a child, I watched these kids become skilled martial artists mm. who then pilot these huge, large robots. Mm. And 
at the time, that was just really cool. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. It just seemed super like, cool. all right, I'm in school, cool. but now I'm, I'm fighting all the bad guys off and I'm helping yeah. save the planet. They're like that to be, everything. That, that's yeah. just like a cool idea. Like, wow, I'm the defender of the planet. Mm. Like, I'm just a kid. And your that favorite was so one cool was Mr. Queller. Well, it was the Green Ranger at first, ah, then the White Ranger. Then the White Ranger, yeah, yeah. the White Ranger's pretty cool. Because he was so powerful. The Mine Green was Ranger pink. was powerful. I love Pink Ranger. Yeah. That makes sense. Super cute, super <laughs> fashionable, that's her. super fabulous. That's yes. understandable. <laughs> yep. And my second one is Dragon Ball Z, which I like mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's because the action scenes were just over the top. Like, okay. They would do, so when they have battles, they would be moving so fast, they become invisible. Oh, and wow. they're moving faster than the speed of light. And it just, it was just crazy. Just, how are these people that fast? They're faster than the speed of light. And these are humans doing this. That's too amazing. I also like that you could actually follow the stats of each character oh. at certain points in the show. So you could know, all right, this guy's more powerful than them. Oh, wow. He's more powerful than that thing. They listed so it in the show? or Yeah, they would, they would oh, talk about okay. it. So it's almost like how people have stats on your favorite basketball player or something. Oh, that's interesting. They're oh, like, okay. there, there was a yeah, level that a everybody got designated a level. Like people were kind of ranked and okay. there was ways to follow that. So I would talk about that with my friend. They came to me they because I knew all the levels. So they'd be like, hey, that's do intense. you think this could this person could be that person i'm like no they can't because he's at this number not every week but as episodes go on the levels don't say the same and there's there's numbers for the levels and i i had that memorized (laughs) i knew like as the show went on i'm like all right we're at this point and then i would say i was a really fan of this because i used to watch this in spanish and that's where i learned my favorite phrase which is no puede ser okay it can't be Okay. They, that's all they said on it. That's, okay. That's all they said. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. <laughs> it <Yeah>. did. <laughs> I think Hilly was saying it, too. He used to watch it with me. He tried to learn Spanish. <laughs> we learned Spanish. It was really a good influence. Look, bueno. you like the show enough, I'm surprised you, you didn't Spanish. say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, though, because of how much you love. I know. That, love, love. Yeah, so the last one, it's, the I mean, it's a toss-up between <laughs> Turtles and X-Men, the animated mm. series. Because I, I really, I loved X-Men. It's like, I mm. loved that theme. It would come on, and I was just, I had to be so happy. right there yeah. at the screen. I couldn't miss a moment of it. Aww. But Turtles, I loved, too, though. Like I did, You really loved That's why it's hard to yeah. just list three because I think oh, it's so the, hard. of the it's shows so I listed, hard. I have to list those. So it's it's like a toss up between. But okay. I did love Turtles. But I don't know. I think of that as like a young, the younger years. This okay. is this the, these shows kind of like moved a little bit past that. I guess Power Rangers. I only watched Into like the. Night, or? Yeah, I don't oh, think okay. I, I don't. Once I was in high school, I was over Power Rangers, yeah. and I was over like. Yeah, Turtles. I wasn't watching yeah. that then. Okay. But X-Men was a little... I still liked was X-Men stuff. Okay. Yeah, I still wanted to see what was going on in any new <laughs> X-Men-based shows. Awesome. Yeah, That's but awesome. X-Men is really cool because it's a cartoon based off the Marvel comics where mm-hmm. the humans get special powers and they're called mutants, actually. Mm-hmm. I loved waking up, like I said, and watching this on Saturday mornings. It was just... The they th- did have, yeah. The theme song Great came song. on and I yeah. knew it was time, like... I'm gonna watch my X Men. Nice. Yeah, that 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 was my jam though. And okay. I think it was interesting seeing what the new mutants would be in each of the episodes, mm-hmm. and then just watching the conflict between mutants and humans because it kind of paralleled the social issues that were going oh, on in the it. day. God, yeah, <laughs> it was. Or even well, to, know, even human now, beings really struggle with anything that's that's different. Different. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the what's the what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Liam wants to do a tribute to his favorite TV show for teaching him how to live life virtuously. 
he wants to gather a group of people at the next Comic-Con and perform the special move of the most popular character from the show. How can he get people to help him with this tribute? What an odd question. <laughs> yeah, is this happen to be based off of some real scenario that's happened in life? Probably, Billy Mew. <laughs> what a bizarre thing to ask. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, I mean, you know, probably he should go to social media. He should go to his friends and family network and see if he can garner up people who are just as uh, possessed or obsessed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> possessed by the spirit. <laughs> yes, the spirit of the show yeah. as he is. And I'm sure there are, I mean, especially at a, a, a you know, an event Comic-Con, like this. Yeah. yeah. Where there are people who are just, you know, super, super fanatical about different uh shows and characters that they love and so he probably even should have a sign up form uh maybe that he could post around the the arena if this is an in-person type of an event or again online and get some type of sign up maybe create a short a small website to to share that out and you know uh, get people together but essentially it's going to be based on the what the messaging is going to be to attract the people to do this and then you know, hopefully it's it's just going to be for the love of the character, but he might have to incentivize them with cash. Oh, wow. You think some people wow. only want to do things for money now? It's, it's really hard. Like, okay. But I think I think he definitely should, can get a smattering of people who'd be interested to jump around and do whatever he wants. And then also, you know, speak with whatever people you need to from a liability perspective. So okay. that because I don't know how involved and how dangerous this move is. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, my mind goes to risk sure? math, uh, right. risk issues. Uh, like, is there fire involved? Are there tigers? Like, I, I don't, all right. Yeah. I mean, wow. I didn't think about all that, but yeah. I think the best way to do it is there is some social media aspect to it. But mm-hmm. I have like very specific steps that he can take. I don't nice. know if it's going to work. Okay. But this is just my suggestion. I think he should dress up as that character that's going to be doing the move. That's and I think he should post pictures of. <laughs> him doing that move to social media every day on all the platforms. Correct. And then also, I think he needs to share that with the creators of the show. Correct. And say, we need to do this at the next Comic-Con. Yep. And get all the fans involved. They're going to be like, look. Block him. Yep. (laughs) Keep doing it, though, every day. (laughs) And doing the same move from different angles. Take different shots of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do different filters. Like, just... The whole be a nine. lunatic, yeah. That, that's yeah. This is just the suggestion <laughs> I'm giving. You want this to go down at Comic Con? This is a good suggestion to or take. Or prison, you know? I don't know. No, I mean that it's about <laughs> doing stuff that you don't normal normally do. I mean, yeah. do people dress up as their favorite character every day and go to work like that? Potentially. And do they go pick up the groceries like Potentially. that too? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what that town is, you live in and wow. what time of the day we're talking. That's about. very interesting. If people have done that, I don't know. I'd really want to know if someone's done cosplay and gone to the grocery that's store. Horrifying. I don't imagine, Khalil, I'm in the supermarket, and I turn around and I see Goku. Come on, man. Like, this is ridiculous. This is nice. outrageous. <laughs> but what if you see the, al- what if you see the alien creature? The creature see, from the I, I'm, No, absolutely. You see someone see, dressed up like that? Because people dress up like that. If, if I can pass, move so he can get an apple. Nope. Nope. Not today. Absolutely I think that's not. illegal in some places. Yeah, that's like crazy. if it's not Halloween for you to dress up yeah, and go into horrifying. public establishments, or like you know, at Pennywise walks in. Come on, man, walks into Harbor Freight. I mean, That'd come be on, funny. Man. This is outrageous. It'd be interesting, but it all floats down it. here. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, <laughs> you say so. Scenario two: Adelie watched a lot of violent TV shows as a child. Mm. She went on to become a renowned kickboxer in the U.S. Do you think her TV shows helped her achieve this success? 
So that's, again, a very interesting question. I watch a lot of violent and adult content as well. However, I did not grow up to be who, how do I say this? Uh, hmm. A master of physical punishment? <laughs> Correct. Or, ha I know my kids. Oh, that's say it that too way. much? No, I was just going to say. Yes, so be nicer? Like, well, like, I was going to say, I watch a lot of, like, like sexual oriented content and I didn't grow up to be, like, in the oh. sex industry or something. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't think it's a, <laughs> like a one for okay. one. So watching a lot of Michael Myers, I didn't grow up to be a killer. I didn't, uh, you know, there's so, I just think that you have to be careful about the, the one for one situation. It's not, I watched this, so I became this. Or so with this situation, watching violent TV show, did that then make Adelaide more prolific to wanting to have a career that is more violent in nature not necessarily but could it have influenced this person's decision potentially so i I think it's not a one-for-one but it definitely potentially could say because it depends what type of violent content did adelaide watch did adelaide watch stuff where the people in the films or the shows were kicking a lot were they punching a lot like what was the violence so i would say you'd need more information to understand it but could it be an influence maybe but i don't think it's a direct cause all right, that's a good point. I mean, I'm just taking a guess there. I think it helped her achieve the success is what I would go with. <laughs> I just nice. could take a guess there. Okay. She watched all this violence. Maybe she wanted to defend herself, so she became a better kickboxer to do it. I don't ah, know. It okay. could have been a defense mechanism. She's like, I don't want this violence to ever happen to me. Now I'm going to be the best kickboxer there ever was kind gotcha. of thing. So I think it could have influenced her. I think it that's might have. That's hilarious. But I don't know. It's it, it's up in the air. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to mm-hmm. say, but I don't want to go down the route of saying if you watch violence, you're going to go on to be a violent person. Yeah, I think that but, that's dangerous, but there is a I mean, potential. Yeah. I'm saying in this scenario, it said she watched a lot, so it's going over the top. Now, you know thing. what I would say is if you that's said Adelaide grew something. up in a household with like domestic violence and she was like beat, someone beat her behind all I the mean, time. I mean, that's a different episode. That to then. me is like, yeah, <laughs> like violence begets that violence. That scenario would not be on this yeah. episode. Yeah, that's yeah, a whole yeah. different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely different times there. Scenario three. Shateva's parents thought she watched too much TV when she was a youngster. She is currently a TV show producer with one of the most watched shows on a large streaming provider. Do you agree with her parents that she watched too much TV as a child? So I think it's interesting if parents have the complaint of your child watches too much TV because it's like, who's in control of that? (laughs) You know, the child doesn't pay the mortgage or the rent, nor does the child pay for the electricity bill. If you want to prevent or and or modify your child's behavior, then that's on you, the parent, to do something about it. And so and in this case, if Shateva is a very successful person until as a TV show producer, one could argue, right, that maybe that influence of watching TV helped uh, Shateva go on to be involved in the industry and then also by having so much exposure to that content, learn what works, what doesn't work. It doesn't have to be a direct cause, but it definitely could be an influence here. And uh, I know for myself included, I've always been interested in wanting to do things in entertainment because of how much connection I had to entertainment in my own childhood. So, you know, it's I think that the parents like... <laughs> Probably, like, if they regret what they did at the end of the day, if she's happy with how she's, who she is as an adult now, like, you can't cry over spilled milk. And, uh, you know, Shateva is successful and hopefully happy, so get over it. All right, you tell them to get over it. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about you? And I pretty much agree. I disagree with the parents that said mm-hmm. that she watched too much TV. I don't know. I don't think she did, because I'm just going by that final outcome of her being mm-hmm. the TV show producer. Now, if she became 
somebody who lives on the street. I don't know. That might well, be different. Careful, careful. Yes. We, no, we, but I'm saying if she yeah. if she made the decision that I should live on the streets and only watch TV oh. and electronic provider store. Come out. <laughs> <Okay>. oh. <laughs> Just think about that. Then you know she watched too much TV if she only wants to go around electronic stores watching the TV in there. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. That's a different You're lifestyle. Different. <laughs> said if she became a nomad, yeah. uses other people's electric yeah. electricity to consume. What kind of shows are you watching in electric? She's watching whatever it gets on there when they oh, do those. Goodness. They show the landscape and the flowers and all the colors you get in 8K. You know that kind of stuff. If she does that, you. but then I you have then you. then most people would say she may have watched too much TV because now she thinks TV is the world and all you need to do is watch TV I'm for done. survival. I'm so through. That's the only thing I'm going to say about it. Is that she's not doing that. She's actually making the shows. So the parents are wrong in this case. The parents need to sit down and, and move on. Yeah. So, so we agree. Good stuff. And we are at that time again. Thank God. It is the coming oh. to the end of our 195th episode of... Woke and free. Quite the episode discussing 10 life lessons from childhood shows. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we are discussing, would you ever change your career? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at wokeandfree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, as you know, we are expecting our son soon, very, very soon. So we are definitely not taking submissions for guests until earliest would be fall. But still, feel free to hit us up on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. Hit us up on social media to chat and obviously consume our content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then, of course, all sponsorships and collaboration inquiries should go through our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.